0: Yo, what up, Asian, not Asian listeners? Our stand-up comedy show, Hack City, is back. This month, we're at Caveat in the Lower East Side in Manhattan. It's on Tuesday, November 23rd. Door's at 6.30. Show is at 7 o'clock. Come through if you're in New York City. And for the first time ever and for this show only, there's a live stream option. Tickets available in the episode description, in our Instagram bio, and on asiannotasianpod.com. See you there. (laughs)
1: Well,
2: I think like figuring out who people are trying to impress informs a lot of like the decisions that they're making, right? Whoa, fuck, Dana, Dana. goddammit,
1: (laughs) yo. And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues, no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, November 13th. We hope this podcast finds you um, with uh, a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know what you've been up to, but yeah, we hope you Yeah, there you we go. Are, That's good. That's good. We hope That's you got very a very Chinese of thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Is it Chinese We hope New you year? have a lot Almost. of money. Yeah. <laughs> not even close, um, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, not, it's in February. I'm an idiot. Today, we're coming at you live from Los Angeles. We're all based in Los Angeles, me, Mike, and our guest. But we've we're decided all Los Angeles. to still do it on Zoom. So that's We still just,
0: decided to do it on Zoom because we yeah. didn't want to
1: like physically meet each other, which is uh, such a 2021 vibe. I, Mike is visiting LA, probably not even going to see you before you leave, which is hilarious. I, I swear to
0: God, I, everybody's like, oh, you're going to go see Fumi? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I legit I'll, I'll be honest with you it's not even because I don't like you or something I talk to you all the time oh yeah all
1: the time 100%
0: you know why would we like, hang out and I, 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 I did a show I'm gonna talk about it later but like I you know I saw I saw one of my friends uh you know uh, Dennis and he you know I see him like once every other year yeah Do you know what I'm saying I don't need to talk to Fumi <laughs> but anyways if you're checking if you're listening uh to us on spotify please hit subscribe so you can always be uh, kept up uh, to date with the latest episodes if you're on uh itunes uh i'm sorry they don't have itunes anymore if you're on the apple podcast app please hit five stars leave us
1: a review we've been getting some nice reviews we're trying to get to how a many thousand. a thousand and a here's thousand. the thing i think that the st- I'm, I'm i'm gonna do this right now whoever is the thousandth review mike will get that tattooed on his thigh <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We used to say okay. it was the best one. It's no. Now it's the thousandth. Whatever so. is
0: one that, that the thousandth review. Um, yeah. So and then if you're on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube, you know what? Hit like, hit subscribe, and also tell us uh, where. Uh, you know what? No, no. Tell us what happened to your childhood
1: best friend i want to know what happened to him what happened to nick what Riker? happened to him or her you know
0: did you guys did they
1: you know falling out uh maybe we they should, joined
0: the military we should do a or whole episode
1: about childhood best friends we should both bring oh. on our childhood best friends and just be like what i've happened? always wanted to know what happened, what I, happened? L- you saw
0: him. <laughs> I remember his name jason LeBuff i remember his name i love this kid he was so nice oh man Damn, i hope bro. he's okay i don't know i well, feel i feel if you're a white dude and you didn't grow up super rich you're in bad shape right now, you know, yeah. so hope you're, hope you're
1: doing all right, Jason. Well, maybe he donated on Patreon, which is a great transition to what <laughs> I'm about to do right now. Uh, we, before we start the show, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreons. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. We're a completely independent operation. So uh, we need your money. So if you like what you've been hearing, uh, please go to patreon.com slash Asian.AsianPod. And in exchange, we'll give you bonus episodes. We sign into your DMs. And most importantly, we give you a shout out on this podcast where we guess your ethnicity purely based on your last name um so here we yeah, go yeah. here's the new people for this week Nate richborg r i c h b o u r g richborg it's got like a germany name so you know Borg all right you're a german asian thank you so much german asian we actually this this one's got a stumped we don't really know Nate, so let us know who you are we um, are stumped we are stumped here okay next we have grace kim oh my god, that's, come that's on Korean. Korean. are you kidding that's, me but that's, that's this Bible girl this Koreans. girl
0: this girl is straight up at the christian fellowship right now oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's
1: dating a youth pastor for sure dude it's crazy for sure uh, for sure emil chung emil i think this is a Emil or is it emily person.
0: no no emil no, emil okay emil yeah i'm thinking yeah i'm getting a little bit of uh mediterranean vibes yeah
1: yeah, but I got, think
0: Chung, Korean. I think Korean oh, I'm is Korean? Say Korean. Well they
1: got they got Korean people, uh, you know, in, in Sicily or whatever this person might That's be. That's tight. That would be really good food there. Yeah. All okay. Right. Sicilian Sicilian Korean. And Sicilian. last but not least, we have Hailey Nguyen. Haley Nguyen. Yep. Mm. This is a this good old
0: Vietnamese. Go um, go Vietnamese. We love it. Probably, you know, uh, going, going to UCI. Haley is
1: like a young name. Th- these, these, these new Viet's. they got like, yeah, the new Viet's like, got the new names. It's interesting. You don't see a lot of like yeah, Michaels or Kevins anymore. It's a lot of like, you don't
0: see Michaels and Kevins. We're seeing Haley's. We're seeing like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you know, like an old kind of name, you know, so,
1: you know, shouts, shouts, maybe you live nearby. Um, well, thank yeah. you so much for donating. And again, if you want to get in on this game, please go to patreon.com slash pot Moving on, we always like to ask each other what kind of Asian we were this week to figure out what it means to be Asian American. So Mike, let me ask you, what kind of Asian were you this week?
0: Yo, I was um, I was, a, I was a Blazer Asian. Blazer Asian? When I say Blazer Asian yeah it's so hack because but here's, here's the thing yeah exactly I'm an I'm a Andrew Yang Blazer Asian no because I'm I've been, I've been I'm in LA right now I'm doing some family stuff um, you know i been hanging out in, in Rancho Palos Verdes where my aunt lives uh, quick shout out real quick to the coffee shop that I go to it's called uh, Reverence it's nearby uh the barista there her name's casey she's a fan which was so nice i was like oh my god she Boy, recognized me you walked in yeah, and she, she recognized you I, she, I walked in and i had my mask on she's like do i know you from somewhere and then i was like i have a podcast which sounds so douchey yes, i'm so, so douchey. sorry to say that i, I really <laughs> to wanted her to that. be like no nah, that's
1: not it i don't know you. <laughs> no that's not
0: it no that's not it no, uh, yeah. So she's like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, you know." So that was real cool. So I've been going there like all the time, and 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 from what I've seen in in uh, in L.A., I am the only person in this county who has a blazer. Nobody else has blazers. <laughs> everybody else, everybody else is either it's either like actually I see a fair amount of tech vests, yeah, and then it's just expensive hoodies or um, like t-shirts that try to make you look like you're a surfer bro, but actually you like run a hedge fund you know so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing i've been doing uh yeah I've, I've i did a i did a show out here uh shouts to ellen for having me on her show I, it was in it was in venice it's on and on this along the street called i think it's a street abbott kinney uh very cool street and um it was just such <clears throat> it was so funny because you've been i tried to warn you about la when you moved out here for me and then yeah. you were telling me all these things about oh la comedies do this whole thing blah 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 and i was like yeah yeah whatever i got it but then you warned me and I wasn't ready because I got on the <laughs> show and everyone else on the show has a blue check mark on Instagram. Yeah, bro, you're Mad fucked. followers. You know, it's just like, there's this whole vibe. Everybody at the, at the show, let me tell you this. You know how hard it is to do stand-up comedy when everyone looking at you is a 10? It's yeah. so difficult. It's it a is hot so everybody a hot show. They were so attractive. Every single person, like the fucking the from the bouncer to the the bartenders, everybody was like so hot. And it's just it's really hard to just be talking about. Meh, it's hard for me to get a boner now. You know, like it's just such a. It's I can't do it. Yeah. So, but it was a good show. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like
1: maybe that's why. Like, yeah, that I can't get a boner now. Ooh, is a very like new york joke you know yeah because it's like yeah yeah where oh, like, i'm
0: just shitting on myself exactly yeah but
1: also like hot people in new york also have ed and i don't know if there's something dirty oh. about there's something <laughs> dirty about there's something dirty about new york you know i feel hot people in la yeah. don't have ed i think hot people in la have a boner all the time that's the no 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 no. Real, real I feel, no i think i think i think for some reason pe- hot people in la they do have ed
0: they have erectile dysfunction but somehow it's even hotter that they don't you know they're yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, even yeah, get yeah, yeah. hard, bro, bro, bro. It's, you still like, getting hard?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> rebranded as like emo or something, emo dick. Or something. Yeah, exactly. I love you know, it. you're so, you're so like, you're so relaxed. You don't even get yeah, a. boner your you're just chill, I'm, so, I'm so
0: chill, bro,
1: <laughs> that I don't
0: even get a boner, bro. Yeah, so that was, that was a real fun time. Um, it was, it was cool. Uh, not a lot of Asian people. I, which I was kind of surprised. Well, about. that it street one is, other. it's very like more you
1: know, it's a lot of white bros. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: a lot of white bros. Um, my friends, some of my friends, my sister, my parent, my not my parents, my sisters came. Uh, my uh, one of my friends brought his friend, and he had a classic, like real angry Asian, mad Asian moment. You know, okay, what does well, that mean? Basically, he was standing so. He was real drunk. at Different people. I had. I had. I wasn't there, but like different people told me different versions of the story. But according to him, he was standing in line for the bathroom, and then like a white dude like went and cut in front of him in front of him and in the line, and he got super mad. And like you know, everybody you know, he made it racial. He made it racial. He made it racial. He made it racial. And I, I don't know if it was according to my sister who was there. She he, she said that he was in the wrong. He literally just went <laughs> up to some random person and was like, "Oh fuck you, fuck you, you fucking you know," and I'm just like super mad. Which I. I honestly respect that I was like you're preemptively getting you know what I'm saying you're like you're like preempting the hate crime by going yeah. up to
1: somebody you don't like and just getting super mad but that's
0: it a, was it was you know what it was refreshing you know that's a I, very I straight
1: it. asian guy moment though i, I do feel like so, I, I get totally. cut in the bathroom line a lot and i 99% of the time i don't say anything you know i i i will say that the last
0: time i got I thought I got cut in line. I got mad, and I was yelling at the guy. Turns yeah. out, there wasn't a line for the men's room. Was I was in the line for the women's room.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was in the wrong fucking line. <laughs> That's and a- I was like, hey, bro, bro. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you're in the wrong line. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, how do you recover from that? It's like, oh, you well, you don't. I left. Well, well thank I, I you, man. Actually, yeah, no, no. I moved out of that neighborhood. I was like, no, this is, <laughs> you won. You won. I, I do get it. Um, that was me, though. I'm a Blazer Asian. I'm oh, going to yeah. bring Blazers uh, into the
1: south of uh, the south bay here so what about you fumi uh this week i was a i was a birthday asian okay my birthday was on the 7th and uh that was that was last sunday and um you know I, i i've talked a lot about this podcast how like about the relationship i have with my parents and you know it's very amicable but i never really felt like they knew me and I, in in exchange, I don't really know them, and part of that is because I yes. moved out at eighteen, and and they moved out of the country, and I, we haven't really been able to spend a lot of time together since I was eighteen, for sure. And it, this on this birthday, it became so crystal clear to me because they sent me like they were like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "I don't know, whatever. I don't I don't care. I don't I don't need anything." And they send me a gift that was so like when I got this gift, I was like. Oh, you don't know who I am at all. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three guesses. What do you, there's no way you're going to. I'm going to give you one guess, actually, because this will take forever. But like, what do you think they got me? Okay. Okay. Um, they, they, okay. They, now, the context. They are Japanese yes. as fuck. No, no. Yeah, I am. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm, Jap- I'm a Japanese businessman. Okay. I don't know my son. I live in Mexico, but I don't. I'm not really in a relationship with my wife anymore. Okay. What <laughs> do I get?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Tap into that. Golf clubs. He, they got your golf clubs. Okay, no, but that's a very good guess This is is one above This is gonna blow your fucking mind Also, Data doesn't even know who I am So this is gonna blow her fucking mind The fact that my parents (laughs) would get me this you know like in, in japanese like business culture when you go to a meeting or something you like oh my god. bring snacks you like bring expensive yeah. snacks these are like like ras- yeah. rice crackers that are 40 right. fucking dollars or like mochi from like yeah, yeah. You know, mochi, from like, shit. Yeah, yeah, mochi exactly. from like the really specific place in japan they yeah. got me like a, a box of like really really expensive um mochi from like some part of japan and, oh my god yes and really expensive like Jello or something <laughs> like, like peach jello. And okay. it, like the packaging is really cute but it's like one of those things that you would bring to a business meeting you know yeah like, yeah yeah, like, yeah, Hello, yeah. it's a pleasure doing a business with you sir like let's fucking uh, build this factory in Oklahoma <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it was, yeah yeah it was thank wrapped.
1: you for coming to Hokkaido yeah yes, we're it was just, wrapped. Let's, let's set up sh- let's set up this Mitsubishi Dude, dealership yeah, I okay. swear to god and I opened it and I was like what the like? this is it, it, it's so, so insane that your parents would get you that you know what i mean and i, I wasn't mad because of course it's delicious but also at the same time right. it's like you're just like what the fuck is this? it's, it's yeah. kind of like getting your daughter like um edible arrangements or something that's the vibe yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah you yeah, know what yeah. you know what though i will say i'm i am a,
0: i would i'm not to not to say that that's the first thing i would get you the first thing i would get you is like a smaller fleshlight but like uh, yes. uh the, the thing i would get you but I wouldn't be surprised if if you if you got something like that just because you do like snacks. I see you eat. You eat like a squirrel. Okay, yes. you like you grab something and you're like you're like and you're like putting in your mouth, and you eat really fast, like you're afraid like a hawk will come down. <laughs> you do you do like snacks?
1: I will say you I, do like snacks. I do like snacks, but I think if you're going for the nostalgic thing, you could get me snacks. Oh, That's word. the other thing is like yeah. it's not like they got me snacks that I ate as a kid, right? It's like oh, this is nice. Like I used to eat this when I was like eight. This is making me feel good. This is like yeah, sterile. I see. Yeah. Again, yeah. let, let's like like let's, business let's, business let's, snacks. Let's do some fracking here, like vibes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's, did, did it did it did it come like with his business card
0: again? You yeah, it was a contract. Like gave actually, you? I had to sign like. a <laughs> <laughs> Well but, uh, uh yeah, yeah um happy birthday uh, great gift um yeah i think that's that, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's that's good man i love yeah, that yeah man I love but
1: that. uh yeah i'm excited to uh bring your guests on and ask her what kind of agent she's been this week uh, our guest today she's a writer uh actress stand up comedian uh twitter queen uh best in the game uh you know her you love her give it up <laughs> for the hilarious dana donnelly <laughs> yeah yay hi Woo-hoo. hi what's going on hey
2: hi what's up
1: thank you so much for for, uh uh, thanks for coming along yeah man
2: oh my god yeah no i just wanted to say really quickly as the daughter of a white man who did a lot of business in japan i know exactly the snacks that you're talking about (laughs) oh shit (laughs) we had so many of them in my house like i cannot even tell you how many like really sensitive like those rice crackers with the seaweed Yeah, Yeah, like literally like that's so funny that you said that Right. That took the, me back.
1: This, yeah, the gift the gift was actually for you, Dana. Yeah, it, it was, was for like, Dana, actually. Dana like, loves, loves these. Give this to Dana. Things. I know she's on the podcast this week. Go ahead and send it to her. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, Dana, uh, you, you heard what kind of Asians we were this week. Um, what kind of Asian were you this week?
2: Um, this week, I think I was a pick-me Asian just because I've been working a lot on oh. nose contouring.
0: Okay. okay hold on okay and hold on here okay. okay okay wow that sentence wow that's a lot I got, so there's lot. I have so many questions already okay yeah. first of all what is a i, I see this sometimes on tiktok uh, and all this what is a pick me person what does so that mean? I think me I know but I'm not sure. Yeah. Is
2: someone who's trying to distinguish themselves from other people like them for oh. usually a white white male cis approval. Would be like generally <laughs> yes. what that means. Yes.
0: Okay. 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 So like so like a pick me girl, what what would that person necessarily do? Pick me girl would pretend me. to
2: like sports. She would um I see. She would like pretended like beer. <laughs> Maybe okay. she don't like beer. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she
0: yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Um,
2: like that vibe, you know. Okay. pretend to yeah. like like all of the film bro movies. Yeah. Really oh, into oh, the I Sopranos. See. That would be like Oh shit. <laughs>
0: okay got you okay so you're a pick me person and then what is the the second half of the sentence i also still didn't get so continue
2: (laughs) um i've been looking working a lot on nose contouring which is make i'm not wearing any makeup right now but because it's really early but nose contouring is when you will use bronzer on the side of your nose to make it look (sighs) less wide Wow. which i've realized is like like wanting a smaller narrower nose is internalized racism
0: yes okay yes it is yes
2: <laughs> because um, it's like my aversion to my flat nose is like just completely racist i guess do you feel
0: do you feel like do you feel you got real i got a i got the widest nose I have man such I, a could, wide, especially at certain I have such angles a wide like, nose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it should be fine but it's not you know because it, of like white beauty standards
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah is yeah. it a is is it like a is it a like a big uh because i believe you're uh filipino american yeah. yeah and um is that like a big thing in sort of like the the community to be like oh man i wish i had a pointier nose because like for um, sure i think some people like Vietnamese people a little bit to that extent you know they do but yeah
2: i think like i don't know in filipino culture how big it is i think it's like right. 10 like narrower noses tend to be like bigger and like i think probably korean yeah like,
0: i can see that yeah Yeah. okay <laughs> so where did you like get this is this like a is this like a trend like you know this so that's a...
2: the thing is everyone is nose contouring now including oh, white shit. people so oh, shit. like we, yeah, so now we're seeing white girls with already like narrow nose bridges contouring them to make them even tinier. <laughs> the so tiniest like little nose. like like Barbie invisible like people are contouring right. their noses away to like Voldemort status almost. <laughs> 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 like <laughs>
0: voldemort dude is the ultimate pick me pick me dude you know? he's like, like i'm not like other evil wizards i, <laughs> I can't die yeah love me his nose is great <laughs> he has no nose
1: wait I'm so um, my nose is.
0: does that really work because i because what you're describing to me that almost sounds like like an optical illusion do you know what i'm saying like so it is This really works
2: Okay, it is kind of an optical illusion. And I think in person, it just looks like your nose is really dirty. Maybe I'm not doing it right. Maybe I'm not doing it right. But I think it looks like your nose is dirty, but so many people exist just like online in pictures. So I guess it's yeah. fine. Like- okay.
1: <laughs> Why did you decide to be a pick me agent this week, approving for the cis white approval? Because you already got yourself a white boyfriend. He's, he's beautiful.
0: <laughs> You got picked. You got picked? You've been You've been No, no,
2: it's picked. not about my boyfriend. It's not romantic. It's like, it's I not, think uh, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm. okay, what I'm realizing, is like as much as Hollywood like wants to be progressive and stuff like that, they oh, no. want points while also being able to like cater to their most racist impulses. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So I want a job. That's. Okay, <laughs> there you go.
0: Capitalism, capitalism. Yeah. 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 And Do it you, sucks,
1: uh, I hate that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I did this week.
0: Okay, all right. Did you have like, uh do you do this like before auditions and stuff like that? Is that what you're doing? I've, like I've been doing it.
2: Well, I, okay, so mm. I didn't do it for one like self tape that I did, and I was looking okay. at my nose and I was like, it's so wide. I was like, I just know they're going to be like, who's this flat, who's flat-nosed this wide bitch, lady, you know? flat
0: nose lady? Yeah, come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's so. That's real. why you didn't get it. You have, can blame your nose. Have you ever gotten? Crazy. I, I, I don't know how common this is anymore, but I feel like I've definitely heard celebrity stories about like you know I went in and they told me I was too blank blank. You know, have you ever gotten critiqued for the way you look or yeah? Your what is, or what, what like is that? The, what is the critique they it's get you? It's totally
2: with. possible, but I've never heard anything because like anything that they would have said, they would have said to like my reps, I guess, and yeah, like my reps aren't yeah. gonna like yeah. tell me something like that.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Probably yeah, unless I'm, they think it's Im- true right <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm just imagining your reps just like hearing all these racist things just like and uh, wow we cannot tell we Dana,
2: cannot tell Dana <laughs> that well, she is that's too why dark I'm like one of my agents is Filipina and I'm like I'm sure she saves me from a lot you know oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah, yeah
1: damn that's horrifying there's probably a whole that's, email thread about flat noses and honestly i'm probably on that noses. i'm probably on that
2: mike is on that me thread. too Dude, yeah we're on the it. flat nose flat nose email <laughs> flat nose do not do not cast list do like not cast. are too flat there's
0: there, there's there's a casting director somewhere in west hollywood with like a huge like wall full of flat nosed asians like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, well, none of these folks
1: stills
2: of our noses
1: Okay, yeah. can oh I ask God. something about that because you know you are in an interracial relationship and sometimes I feel like so these things you're talking about similar to the rice cockler, like very familiar to me because I remember like my mom would like had this like glue thing and she would like do the double eyelid thing yeah right? yeah, the double and eyelid thing yeah I met a friend one time he's from South Africa black dude he had a Japanese girlfriend and he was like yeah like um, my girlfriend or my girlfriend's mom would like tape her eyes like open yeah, for a little the bit so, the, the so yeah. she could have the double eyelid and she was the, like uh, I uh, thought uh-huh. that was so strange I, I wonder if there's anything you do like that's like sort of either contouring your nose or other things you know you do to you know for auditions or whatever that your not Asian boyfriend just goes like what is that you know what like, is it? What have is you guys had on? that conversation Um,
2: oh. no, he's not very like he doesn't notice things like that but mm. I do I do bleach my eyebrows lighter Oh really? There's a lot of like random things I'm doing that I'm like I literally could point like like to directly link this to like white supremacy.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, because I can't tell I can't tell if it if it's white is that white supremacy or is that just like a TikTok trend one of the two so, like the blonde, like the lighter. Trends, I think one? a lot
2: of TikTok trends are deceptively white mm. supremacy.
1: Yo. What? damn absolutely I mean there was a whole conversation about like uh, how if a white girl would dance to Beyonce it would go viral if a black girl did it would not you know it's it's all yeah
0: I didn't know that when we had Dana on we were going to talk about how TikTok Perpetuates white supremacy. Yeah, I didn't is, know it's, this it's is how the conversation's going to go. It is a,
1: yeah, it we're is really getting hot. into it. Um, Jesus. Well, Data, listen, we love you, but we don't really know you, and so we just wanted to like get to know you a little we bit. Like, we did some research. Yeah. We did some creeping, and you, you grew up in Palo Alto. Yes. And all we know is that you've been tweeting since high school. First of all, are you are you Gen Z?
2: Okay, so according to the article that we read for this, no, except if you count. So in the article that you guys had me read, <clears throat> yeah. It defines Gen Z as 1997 to, like, 2005. Yeah. I think we're the birth years for that, right? Yeah. Okay. Something like
1: that, yeah. And then okay.
2: I am 1995, but there was a little addendum that was, like, anyone who doesn't remember 9-11, and I don't remember 9-11.
0: <laughs> that is a crazy... Yeah. that is a crazy way to that's do it, it. That's that, the that is just like yeah. i'm just imagining one day you're like applying for a job and then there's a picture of two burning towers yeah. and they and it's like what is this yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and if you answer i don't oh. know you're like congratulations <laughs> you're you qualify
2: that's so funny
0: that is insane
1: that is an insane way to like you know what i'm saying like what <laughs> that's so funny so that means okay this, this is getting me thinking a lot about how like Cause you know how everybody wants to fuck Pete Davidson now, you know, and it's Pete Davidson's oh, yeah, dad. Yeah, that's like a thing. of yeah. 9/11. But I'm just guessing, like a lot of his fans, that he's fucking 24. They don't even know what what why his dad died, because they don't know what it is. Yeah, mm, that's so true. Crazy. Yeah, most people who
2: thirst after him would have no ability to comprehend yo, what his dad. Yo, wow, dang, wow,
0: wow, wow, wow. Um, well, I I, mean, I do want to ask. Yeah, so you don't. Rem- you, how did you? <laughs> this- okay, I'm just gonna ask. How did you learn about 9/11? And what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> because I remember it and I was like in some ways I always think about this like I'm not even mad at anyone who doesn't remember because to be honest with you it was a horrible day and it's not like it's not like oh man you you missed it, dude? It was so tight, man. It's not like, you know, like a fucking music concert. where you're You you not not there. A co- yeah, it's not, you not you, you didn't see, you didn't see You yeah. didn't see Beyonce, dude? When, you know, when, when she fucking brought the towers down? Dude, it was sick, man. No, it, it was a horrible day. So I'm like glad that you don't know. But at the same time, it's got to be weird because I, I'm just trying to think about like a horrible thing maybe I learned about. Like, you know, I don't know, World War II. I'm like, oh, that's abstractly terrible. But like, you know, when you learn about it, is it just like, that's really bad Because it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I remember, I know you don't remember it, but it wasn't like, you know, 50 years ago or something. No, no, no. I mean, I was six. I
2: think I I probably could have remembered it if I, I think I would have remembered it if I like lived on the East Coast. If I I like grew up in New York, I would definitely remember it. But I think because it's like, you know, I'm a six hour plane ride away. Right,
0: (laughs) right. Word, word. Um, Yeah, so you grew up uh, and you've been tweeting in high school. Um, And how long you've been doing like, this whole comedy thing you know
2: like not very long like probably since 2019 or something
0: mm-hmm, oh shit mm-hmm. i do not know that
2: mm-hmm, yeah but i started, started like the as... year before yeah. the pandemic thank god shit
1: wow 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 that's i feel like i've <clears> known um... you longer because cause, is it because i knew you from twitter because you've been tweeting since high school which is like a crazy thing i don't I'm think you knew still... me from twitter
2: though because i didn't start like blowing up on twitter till 2019 either
1: Oh, okay, okay,
2: okay. I'm feel not I like born you, in twenty nineteen. So You were born in twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I can came into she existence.
0: She doesn't no. remember the pandemic, actually. She's like, yeah, What are you I talking about? I, just, I, I don't know what you're talking I'm about. A Gen
2: Z. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's <laughs> how you yo, <laughs>
0: that's how you know you're a Gen Z Yo, there's gonna be for sure kids who are wow They're not don't remember. remember the pandemic. They're not gonna remember the pandemic. They're gonna show you a like a picture of like a spiky coronavirus thing and they will be like, What is this? Huh? Do you know what this is now?
1: Who's Dr. Fauci? Exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, um I I do feel like uh I've you you feel very like well formed for a comedian. You did Hack City and uh and and um y- thanks for doing the show our our stand-up show out in new york that you show r- one of
2: the best shows i did when i was out there oh, that's oh great. thank you very that's much so nice thank you mine. very much
0: um you bounced right away so uh respect to that i was like you know this girl's hustling you right. <laughs> <like, had> another <laughs> show. sure you did whatever it's fine I you don't want to hang out I, the, I, I stayed. You, ha- you didn't want to hang out with the olds okay i the get olds. it so like you, you you came no you 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 were really funny and everybody a lot of people afterwards. They were like, yeah, she was really good. And we had like a stacked lineup that, I mean, Roy Wood Jr. was on, on that show too. And and people were like, oh yeah, that girl, you know, Dana, like, but every, a lot of people asked me, this. they're like, does she really talk like that? That's everybody's thing. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, she's playing a character, but that's her voice. I don't know what's going on here. Like, why is everybody so shocked? You know? Do you get that yeah. a lot? <laughs> do you get that a lot?
2: Oh, uh, well, I don't talk like that really. Like, I, like I do kind of, but it's like so played up, right. but like, I don't right. think right, it's- right, 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 right. It's not exactly the same. You
0: got Twitter going on. You're you, you're an a, you're an actress. You you got all this stuff, but then why like go into stand up? Well, I started it's... in
2: stand up. So oh, okay. Like I had always been tweeting and always been writing. So I moved out to LA to do this like HBO Access Writing Fellowship. So I yeah. got in for like writing a comedy pilot, and then I spent oh, a yes. year doing a comedy pilot with like one of their execs or whatever. <clears throat> And I just wasn't really having any luck getting jobs, just writing. But I always just saw myself as like, I'm just going to write. I'm just going to write whatever. And yep, I was yep, still yep. tweeting, but I didn't really have followers. Like I probably had like 300 followers until July of 2019 or something. Shit, like
1: whoa.
2: I think a lot of people like it just happened so fast. So it's like not like. It's hard to like comprehend. But it's like I started in stand up. And the only reason I have Twitter mm. followers is because through stand-up I met my friend Ginny Hogan. Yeah. And she just started retweeting me. And so it was like when she started retweeting me for the first time I had motivation to like actually try at Twitter. Because like right. if I tweeted something good, it like actually would people would actually see it for the first time ever. Yes. Because yes. Twitter, unlike TikTok, is one of those platforms where if you don't have any followers, you basically can't break through the algorithm. Yeah. Right, yeah.
0: Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, kind of like a can't. weird like catch. Twenty-two because you're trying to get followers, but you can't because you don't have any followers, and you don't have any followers because you, can't, you know, what I'm saying like it, it yeah. doesn't make any and sense in a lot of I ways. and also what I realized
2: too was, as I started like you know having my tweets seen by more people because Jenny was retweeting them, I yeah. could actually get more data data on like what people like were liking and like what I was tweeting that actually was funny or good.
0: You know, I have to say, you're very data driven
1: for a. Well, I'm from
2: Palo Alto. <laughs> I think it's like yeah, I, that's what I literally, it is. I'm like, yeah, I literally <laughs> think that's how everyone that I know thinks. Like,
1: <laughs> I remember I, we, that. we like heard an interview on you that uh, of you you're doing another podcast. I think you might have been Feeling Asian or something, and you were talking about you were describing the way you came up with the Data Donnelly Twitter persona, and you would yeah. it's like trial and error. So you had like yeah, three it's tweets, trial and error. And you'd be like, okay, what I talk about. You know it's so funny. I forget what the term is called. We use this all the time in fucking market research, research methodology that a lot of like car dealerships will use when they try to decide what combination of things work the best. So you were saying like when you talk about boys, weed, sex, whatever, but then you talk about politics. They don't like that. So you like kind of through elimination. Right.
2: Exactly. They don't like that. Also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. whoa, yeah, whoa.
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's called discrete choice analysis. That's what it's called. It's like a very advanced <laughs> thing. When I, but it's crazy that you were just doing that on your own. It's like a very expensive so I
2: thing. I mean, that's just like that's just
1: like how I think. I guess. Bro. Bro. Bro, just you go back. You go back to your papers.
0: You, I swear to God, you, you're gonna go back to that paper about discrete choice analysis, and the author is gonna be Dana. Okay, yeah, you look yeah, back. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 you
0: look yeah. back. It's just like yeah, her. She actually she's,
2: invented choice analysis. Yeah, so. yeah. She's,
0: she's, got her she's got her glasses on and shit, and she's just like, you know, hey, I'm looking real professional. You know, master's degree.
1: Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, or honestly, anals, if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, we have a YouTube channel, by the way, you're probably wondering, god damn, why does Fumi and Mike look so good all the time? Their hair is perfect, especially Mike. And honestly, I bet they smell so good. I kind of want to take a whiff of their armpits. Well, if you are feeling that way, I'll tell you why we look and smell that way. It is because of hawthorne hawthorne is a premium men's grooming brand that makes it quick and easy to be confidently your best with skincare and hair care made just for you they use data from hundreds of thousands of customers to recommend perfect products for your body chemistry skin type hair type and lifestyle first take hawthorne's quiz they ask me things like um how often do i shower if you're white i think that's like once a month you know what kind of quality is my skin is it dry is it is it oily um what kind of drinks do i like do i smoke um what is my ideal dinner date all that stuff like that i ended up getting the essential bundle and it came with things like work cologne play cologne stain-free deodorant foaming shave gel sensitive body wash and clarifying shampoo let them recommend a face cleanser so lean on Hawthorne to upgrade your body wash, shampoo, and deodorant. Hawthorne stands by the customer. So if you're not completely satisfied, they'll retailer your products for free based on your feedback and pay for the shipping. So there's truly no risk. So make sure you're ready for anything or anyone that comes your way by taking Hawthorne's quiz today. Go to Hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co promo code NOTASIAN. Hawthorne.co, promo code NOTASIAN. Listen, Mike, you know, me on the podcast, I like to laugh like an insane person, spread joy through jokes and yes. inappropriate comments. But is that how I feel on the inside in 2020? Absolutely not, Mike. I No, it's, man. It's a dark mess in here, dude. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm a little depressed. I'm really stressed. You know, and I think a lot of people with the pandemic, they're not really sure about job security. And that's a, that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people. And I think if any of our listeners feel this way, they should check out our sponsor, our sponsor. BetterHelp. BetterHelp BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start
0: communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message
1: to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro.
0: BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counseling If you need it.
1: And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Licensed
0: professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem.
1: I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot Asian. I have a quick
0: preamble because I was doing research. And if you type in your name, Dana Donnelly, just a search, you get some heinous tweets. Not not you. I'm saying people tweet about you and like oh, they say all these all sorts of crazy shit, and I'm like, wow, this is like such a strong reaction. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't, I don't d- know.
2: I for for some reason I really trigger a lot of I incite a lot of rage in people. Well, yes, <clears throat> but I, I feel I mean, like do,
1: the, the the most famous influencers often do, and yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I think that's there the it, is like a
2: level of like it's very hard to be popular and beloved. I think it's pretty yo. easy to be popular and controversial.
1: Yeah, yo, yeah. Yo. Well, I was just thinking about, like, I had this conversation with Young Me recently, Demi um, yeah. Mayer, and she had a viral video about, like, the translation of Squid Game is yes. wrong. But yeah. then people were like, well, you're watching the closed captions. Those are not the subtitles. So she was, yeah. like, wrong. And she was like, well, that's my thing. I'm loud and wrong. But she went viral. <laughs> but she went viral, yeah, you know? she went viral so, many like, times, yeah. I-, I guess it's just, like, I, I think... Th- it's so weird. I-, I almost feel like I could just get on TikTok sometimes and uh inaccurately tell a historical event in japan yes. or something yes and it would yes. go viral because people would get mad that i'm well, saying yeah,
2: like, things, that, things that make people mad go viral it's like literally like when <laughs> when girls want to go viral for things too they'll like white girls they'll like use like a foundation that's too orange so that all the whoa. comments are like you're orange and then the video pops off whoa whoa
1: what do you what do you think about that culture
2: i mean i don't know because i'm like i i guess i just like what like because anyone could like go viral i'm like what so what so few people are gonna like turn that into anything else
0: Yeah. yeah yeah i see
2: so it's like you go viral for being orange, but then what? <laughs> <laughs> you're right.
0: You're right. And then you have a book. You have a book, "My Orange Life." You know, and then you, <laughs> go, on, you go a on day in my life as, as an
2: orange girl. Yeah, as
0: an orange American. Yeah, uh, you have a TED talk where you're just orange. Um, I feel. I mean, that's that's crazy. So like, you know, you, you got your your Twitter persona, which I feel would this be fair to say that like that persona is, and your stand-up persona are very aligned, or, or they? Or would you say they're kind of like? you know
2: i would say there's a good amount of overlap i think they're a little mm-hmm. different just because i think a lot of times like tweets as written don't translate yeah for sure but yeah i would say it's similar
0: what what are the things that you want to talk about but you can't because like so for be- example of your I, brand. I, yeah because of your brand like i love i mean i'm not great at twitter at all and i was going to ask you to be my consultant later on but <laughs> I, one thing i would love to talk about is just like the Crusades, but there's no way that would make any sense. Like I would be like, "Yeah, man, you know, Jerusalem fell in 1038. That's tight, you know." But like that, I don't know how the fuck I would do that. I think on TikTok, you know? because you could but, do but I love like
2: talking on, about on TikTok, history. You absolutely could do history videos and stuff like that. Very specific kind of stuff works on Twitter, I think.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay. Is it what's what? So is there stuff that you wish you could write, talk about? Like, you know, you're real into cactuses. I have no idea. You know, what I'm saying that you wish you could put out there that it's you, just not going to work because of sort of your little system you have
2: honestly like i mean not really except for like just like being serious just like any sort of like earnest thought that i'd want to share i think that's really hard to share without like some sort of angle Okay. And, but i think that maybe that's what being a comedian is where it's like yeah like if i mm. want to be perceived as like someone who's funny and does funny mm. things at some point i i'm not i'm i'm not an inspirational speaker like yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do you do you feel i mean i sometimes feel like it's um it's not just a social media thing but but maybe almost an inter- internet thing that people kind of don't like you can be earnest and and it, it but i think a lot of times if you're if you're too earnest or if you say something that you really feel like people don't like that i, I don't know why I, I, do you ever feel like that like I being think, earnest I think a is kind of, of seen people, as being
2: yeah like i don't know people don't want to hear all the times like 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 true truths you know
0: right yes damn all right well let's get back to that orange then i guess you
2: know <laughs> um yeah go viral for being orange that's what i take away from this <laughs>
0: athletic greens bro Fumi, Fumi. Hmm? i'm getting hmm? old man my joints oh yeah you know they're all weird yeah, they're gross. <laughs> my, gross my my hairline's all crazy okay you yeah. know what i try we're to gonna, stay healthy though i try to stay healthy i try to stay mellow sometimes i can't eat the way i need to or i don't get enough mm-hmm. rest or i stress mm-hmm. myself out you stress me out comedy stresses mm-hmm. me out but what i do i do some practices that help me stay chill man okay that means sleeping that means doing jujitsu Okay, trying to live, laugh, love. All right, I got the sign that says live, laugh, love up over my computer. And then also I have AG1, baby.
1: AG1 by Athletic Greens, the category leading superfood product. Brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. To help each of us be at our best, they simplify the path to better nutrition by giving you the one thing with all the best things. Yeah, dude. So it's like a, it's
0: a little scoop you take. You put it in some water. All right. And You know what it tastes like? Kinda, kinda, sorta tastes like matcha. Okay. I don't think Ooh, it's I like that. It's not supposed to be matcha flavored, but I think it maybe just tastes like whatever you want it to taste like. All right. Trust me. I've had a bunch of different kinds of supplements. I used to be the Asian bro with the shaker of protein, and most of that supplement stuff tastes nasty. This is easy to drink. I like how it
1: tastes. It tastes like chill. One taste scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multi-mineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving.
0: You know what I like about It's that it's all in one, okay? I wake up. I hit the AG1, I get on with my life, all right? I have it and then I get my coffee on, I listen to a podcast, I watch the sunrise. I'm a millennial monk with this AG1 stuff, okay? I've been using it for a few months and I feel good about it. It's simple, helps me do my thing.
1: To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash asiannotasian. Again, simply
0: visit athleticgreens.com slash asiannotasian to take control of your health and give AG1
1: a try. Mike you know me. Uh, I know and you. And if you know me you uh, know, know that you. I love um I take care of my body. You do. I take care of my mouth. I love uh clean habits. I'm a clean habit guy. You are you're a very I clean floss Asian. floss yes. like a mother beep <laughs> and I brush my teeth like a mother beep <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you're also um really anal about your mouth uh that means you care about oral oral care routine which means you're gonna love Quip! The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths, including Mm. mine, and has time sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses. (laughs) 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 Guide, plug pulses to guide a dentist's recommended two-minute clean. A lightweight and sleek design with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. On top of your brushing, you can upgrade your Quip with a new smart motor. This thing has a motor.
0: Track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. Earn amazing rewards like free refill those products even target gift cards
1: wow amazing beyond the brush quip has everything you need to build a complete routine including anti-cavity toothpaste that helps prevent cavities and two ways to floss floss string that expands to clean and reusable floss pick that replaces over 180 disposable picks with every refill
0: in addition to brush heads quip also delivers fresh floss toothpaste mouthwash and gum refills every three months from five dollars shipping is free so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping
1: with stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just 25 dollars you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health,
0: if you go to getquip.com/Asian Asian. <laughs> right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com/Asian, Asian. spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com/Asian.
1: Asian. Quip, the Good Habits Company you are our Gen Z expert who doesn't, or you're a person who doesn't remember 9-11 expert. And um, <laughs> something happened to me recently and I wanted to get your take on it. So like uh, I moved here to, to LA from New York, which means I had to dump my therapist because my therapist wasn't licensed in California. And Word. a lot of people actually stop seeing therapists after their first one because they have a heart, uh, they struggle finding a new therapist and they feel weird about sort of reuploading all that data again. And I've been, You know kind of struggling to find somebody that I like and within my insurance plan and all that and I Was referred to somebody recently and we were kind of hitting it off on the phone and I was like, oh, this is so great. I look her up and She's like she looks young. Okay, I'm 32 and she looks young and so on the phone I was like, I don't want to sound offensive, but can I ask how old you are? And she was like, oh, that's okay I'm, I'm 27 And so I'm looking at her, now I'm looking at her LinkedIn picture and like, this is her LinkedIn picture and she's got like a cool nose ring. She just looks fucking cool, like a cool 27 year old. And she goes, how does that make you feel? Is that okay? Is that okay that, you know, I'm I'm younger? And I didn't really have an answer because I was like, well, it's not like I want an 80 year old therapist, you know, like Mm. I don't think that's good either. So I don't know how that makes me feel. And it's like, I'm going to like try it, but I wanted to ask like, how do you feel about And this kind of relates to like the the Gen Z article we were talking about, but like, how do you, I don't know if you see a therapist, but like, how do you feel about seeing a therapist younger than you, you know?
2: okay so that's really interesting i think about this a lot but i'm like okay so in my life i have only ever seen and this is a lot because like this is who is therapists but i've only ever seen like middle-aged white women like all yeah, of my okay. therapists have been middle-aged yep. white women and yep. i so i'm like in my head that is what a therapist <laughs> is but i noticed yeah. i quit i like ghosted my therapist in late 2018 oh, i think
1: oh shit just- okay
2: <laughs> and uh she was a middle-aged white woman and i just kind of realized after a couple what i would consider to be racially insensitive comments that i oh, kind shit. of had like dismissed because it's again so hard to start over with a new therapist yeah. That, like, oh yeah you want you want to make it work it's like a bad relationship sometimes yeah. Yeah. where you're
0: like what, do you, what did she say like so did she talk about your flat nose or something yeah. what's going on
2: no 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 she was just like <laughs> like she was just a big defender of like actually it is really hard for white guys to get jobs in hollywood
0: oh come on Whoa, okay. how okay all come- right
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was yeah. like basically me complaining about an ex-boyfriend yeah. and her trying to make me have more empathy for this ex-boyfriend
0: mm-hmm. oh fuck that come on now come on now it was That's just really bizarre like a- it just
2: got weird yeah. also like okay i started to suspect that she was a trump supporter
0: uh-oh but she wasn't <laughs> yeah. she wasn't she okay. was just
2: like conservative in like a democrat way
0: Mm, I, mm, see. I see I see she anyway, was like real orange looking okay got yeah. it yep. I
2: ended up ghosting her but um, after that I was like okay from now on I want a person of color who's not that much older than me because I also realized I was spending so much time explaining the nuance yes. of someone looking yes. at your Instagram story or not <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. yes
0: yes
2: yes yes no am real like, that's something you only like, got
0: time to
1: explain that to somebody that yeah, yeah. what does that mean that would
2: if you were five years older than me if you were five years older than me I wouldn't have to say all this
1: yeah yeah right yeah. That's a right. that's a great point. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, even this article was talking about. See, now I'm feeling better because, like, to your point, I think if I got somebody, like, because she's 27, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're generalizing here, but like, she might be more uh, in tune with like sensitive language and you know, like pronouns, and she was just gonna just get all that. Um,
2: I think there's a more there's a more fundamental understanding. I mm. also think like our generation, and maybe I'm wrong. I think our our generation tends to be actually a little more like self-actual. I think that's also like boomers actually don't get how bad things are for millennials and Gen Z's, like from a financial or career standpoint either. I get
0: that. Mm -hmm. I see that for sure. I, 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 I think they, I think there is a big gap there in the understanding that, you know, about how difficult it is. It isn't, they, they just see us like fucking around or something and a lot of us actually
1: have, like, a lot of jobs. Yeah, there's, but there's a lot of pain underneath really, that Supreme hat you're wearing. I 100%. Totally, oh, 100%. my God, <laughs> so much well, 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 so Actually, so much when I was talking to this I was going to text you, Mike, because I know you see somebody, and I don't know if you want to talk about this, but, like, how old sure, is yeah. your uh, mental health gu- uh, counselor? Because you're, like, a little bit older than me, so yeah. for you to see a 27-year-old, I felt weird about seeing a 27-year-old, but, like, for you, it's, I'm assuming it's maybe it's a little bit more, I don't know, I don't want to use the word weird, but maybe... Um, you know unconventional and i, I don't know what do, what do you think about that
0: i mean i think it's i don't know how old my uh mental health coach is uh because we do it on text and they just, i just see this person's avatar what so this per yeah it's it's all on text so i just see this person's avatar <laughs> so i have no idea So it's like on slack like or it,
1: something what the fuck
0: <clears throat> it's on it's it's through an app called ginger so i wow. have to use this app called ginger and I, I do it through that that's crazy and but, um, on. yeah we'll talk about that in yeah second. so <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I I mean it's 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 interesting because I think a therapy I think is a special case because you do want to be able to relate to this person because you're working on mental health and emotional health right yeah. and so you, I think having someone who you know maybe closer to your age you know could facilitate something like that I always get weirded out because like I'm I'm like getting up there and so a lot of my healthcare providers or like other healthcare providers I'm talking about like The other day, I mean, like earlier this year, I'm pretty sure my back surgeon is younger than me. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, (laughs) I think he's like 38, but like, I'm just like, okay, well, that's okay. Because, you know, I I want my back surgeon to be of a certain, you know, have a certain amount of experience, right? Now, but now I'm like, I'll, I'll go to like different things like, like, um, all my optometrists i 've ever been to now are all younger than me i don 't know what it is yeah. like all optometrists are all twenty five and then uh, my the other day I went to go see my dentist and my dentist is is younger than me and he 's got he 's got to be like thirty but and it 's hilarious because you know, you, I was getting all this dental work done. I had my sleeves rolled up. And then he's like, hey, man, where do you get your tattoos from? And I was like, oh, you know, this place. And, and he, like, left and came back with a notepad so we could write down all the places I get tattoos. He's <laughs> so like, okay, cool, funny. cool, cool. So, so so you go to Greenpoint Tattoo and then, and then you go to Rose and then you also go to Smith Street. Okay, who? You know, I was like, you're my...
1: Medical provider yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, shut the hell up and it's like stick he that camera up my butt
0: <laughs> yeah was it's, it's, it's like he it's like it's like he was asking me, hey man, you got to connect for Molly, and I was like, dude, you know like yeah, yeah, try yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. it a little professional, so I think it is it's a it's a it, it, for mental health, I think it might be might be all right well, for um, my, my
1: initial reaction was like. I don't know if this is true But I was like Damn like I don't even know If she knows what Dial up sounds like And If she doesn't know what she doesn't know What, what dial up sounds like <laughs> Do you know like, what dial up is Dana is she you know, really Have gonna, you heard about it Yeah you heard about it
0: In, yeah, the in the museum, you dial-up, maybe okay. I don't
2: know what dial up Sounds like But that's only because I again grew up With techie parents So we just had uh, like DSL really early Right but DSL was right. Uh,
1: One after dial up DSL was faster I know faster but that's a, yeah, we that only. Fire.
2: I only remember DSL That's the first thing I remember
1: Oh my god <laughs> Your first memory is DSL Your first, my first memory up. is DSL
2: Yeah Your first
1: yeah, to my neo
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Neopets. <laughs> Logging onto to neopets.com.
1: Well, oh this, my God, this article it. that we want to talk about this week is it's it's a, it was a New York Times article and the headline was the 37 year olds are afraid of the 23 year olds who work with them and basically the 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 article was about it wasn't necessarily shitting on Gen Z but it's about like millennial bosses like you and I Mike if you're working in the real world we might we might have like analysts who are 23 24 sure and we are scared of Gen Z because they are very bold and a couple of examples that they gave in the article is like uh you know one day like a like a 23 year old just text his manager and be like hey I'm actually not mentally well this morning so I'm not going to come in you know they'll start a text like that uh they'll you know when, when all the the stop asian things hate things are happening you know they would email the ceo and be like what are we going to do to speak up about this and the ceo was like we're a potato company and they're like well we're a political potato company right so yeah, it's like yeah, a lot yeah. of people kind of speaking up and and they're very and they're very sort of like bold, bold and i just kind of wanted to open up a conversation about like you know mike and i we're getting a little older and i think we are working with a lot of gen z people and i wonder if millennial comedians are scared of gen z comedians i don't know like dana do do mm. you feel that way about some of your Word. older uh, comedy I guess, yeah. What, yeah what did you think about this whole article in general yeah. you know
2: i think the article in general i think it's really interesting i think there's definitely like a divide forming or whatever and i yeah. really liked yeah. the line about how like young people versus a very young people are like not the same like i've always been fascinated mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. subtle differences mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm always oh sorry i'm like rambling because i have a million thoughts okay
0: no go ahead go off
2: so i consider myself a an a late millennial like that's like what i yeah. how i would coin myself so i'm like the right. i'm the youngest millennial out there
0: yeah okay um, i'm the youngest <laughs> millennial fire, out there that's a fire that's a fire way to describe yourself yeah yeah i'm so and I young I think the yeah, difference
2: between me and older millennials uh, is just that i know the ways in which like we are not cool and they don't yes. necessarily know <laughs> yes. them, yes. so yes. it's like not that yes. I'm yes. cool yes. like Gen Z. I don't think I am, but I know the my, I know my failings. Like I can tell you exactly yeah. the ways in which Gen Z would think that I'm cringe. Like I know why. Yeah, they would. for yeah. sure.
0: Yes, like yes. I'm not gonna like change what?
2: those things, but I know what they like. Like, you're like aware.
0: Yeah. What? Give me one. Give me one.
2: It's just like the way you use social media. Sometimes it's like the kind <laughs> of posts that you do.
1: Yes. 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 Like, yes. Yes. Like emojis. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to use. are yeah, not supposed to use emojis. Yeah.
2: yeah I mean, emojis when used like not ironic. Ironically, I think. I don't know when you would use
1: it ironically. I'm so I'm so genuine with my emotion, like emotion, It's you know, I it's, this is how I feel. Yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. with the fucking mustache. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love
1: an emoji, <laughs> but I'm a millennial. Ah. <laughs> that's that's your only flaw, and we forgive you oh, for that. We yeah. Really
0: love you're it, that's I feel that's like a boomer saying like you know what I love me a good buttery shard you know what I'm saying like uh, that's 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 like your mom going like oh you know sometimes I like to have a little white wine and I don't care you know like,
2: yeah, yeah, a- yeah, yeah yeah that's like sometimes I love me is a millen- good emoji <laughs> okay, I think meme meme stuff gets to millennials later so yes. they're like they're like thinking something is funny like two years after it's funny.
1: Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, we're still on, like, the, the, the Spider-Man, who are you meme, you know? Oh, like, my God. I love that, love that one. I love that one. I love
0: that one. Oh, my God. Dude, I, you made me feel so old with a Spider-Man meme. How did you do that? That's crazy. That's well, crazy. I
1: mean, like, it, it's so interesting because, like, I think this this article hit on this a little bit, and it's just the way... Like, the reason why Gen Z's like that, they don't want to work 9 to 5 because because they grew up in an era where, like, I can just post this and I make $10,000, so why would I need to come in 9 to 5? And Dana, I know your sister has a crazy, like, coming-up story where, like, she got famous for, like, doing gross things i don't know exactly like for eating for
2: eating toxic substances on instagram right oh my god so you
1: know how (laughs) like that's like if i saw that on a resume i don't even know how i would even go about being like what are your strengths and weaknesses you know and that's the
2: thing is i think a lot of adults don't so i'm like to me i'm like my sister is very impressive but i can tell that like you know re-getting jobs and stuff and like i'm sure she'll be fine but like i think people don't know how to interpret what it is
0: right Mm. yeah I mean, and now she's trying to now she's like trying to be an actress, I think, right? Yeah, now He's she's up, trying to be right. an
2: actress, like, yeah.
0: Right. That's so okay. funny. That it,
1: someone's like, How'd you get into the biz? I ate glass
0: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one one funny thing is that this article, uh, it was on New York Times, uh, the one of the people they interview, his name's Andy Dunn. He was my boss. The He's my CEO boss at Bonobos. Of, um Bonobos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the CEO of Bonobos. Uh we we're almost the same age. Uh and I knew this when I went in there. Um he, we, if you ever meet him, he's very smart and he um he has like a very, he's like an heir. He went to Stanford, you know, he's like Stanford Business School. He's like a very, you know, he has like an air of like being like a, um, a real smart dude and I remember finding out how old he was and then I was like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't find out how old I am because I was like the lowest person in the company and he was like the founder. You know, but we were like, we're like, I swear, to God, like six months apart in age. Um, but I just had like this other vibe, you know. I was like very, I looked very young, and I wore bow ties all the time, so I was all quirky. But I, I, it's just funny to me that, like, wow, this they're interviewing this guy on here, and I'm just trying to just hide how old I am. Well, you know? Bonobos so is like.
1: Uh- I'm sure you know what that is, Dana.
0: Bonobos but like, is a very a, millennial but, company, but by yeah, the way. Bonobos is, is like peak
2: millennial. Yes, to me, it's I'm like millennial. Yeah, yeah. Like every it's, it's, every like 34-year-old guy on Hinge like yeah. works at Bonobos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I noticed Here's, when I was on the apps.
0: Absolutely right. And, and that is our target demographic, okay? You, you, if you're on Hinge, you got to get some Bonobos. I think we had <laughs> a campaign about that. Um, I want to also point out that, you know, yes, Bonobos is cringy. Yes, uh, you know it's, it's all about this it was like a very millennial thing, the, the, the men'swear thing, the e, you know uh, e-commerce first, you know, the the startup culture, all that stuff. But I will also say that m- my boss, my old boss is now a multimillionaire and shaped this whole thing. So like it's cringy, but it's like super powerful. and that's like a weird dynamic I feel and I, I like that Gen Z kind of pushes back against it. Because right now, yes, millennial bosses are afraid of their Gen Z, you know, underlings, yeah. but they're still the bosses, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's, there's this weird dynamic, I feel, and I also think that, you know, they have this, artic- they have this article, and Andy, he's writing a book, and so he, he gives it to a Gen Z person to edit. And he he's positioning himself like, oh look at me, I don't know anything. He's really smart and he knows exactly what he's doing, you know. So I, I I I if if I don't think we I don't know if we have any Gen Z people, but I'm always like Gen Z kids. I know we're cringy millennials, but we're fucking crafty. You got to be careful about us because we will <laughs> we will sell you we will sell you right up it's, the river. You know what I'm saying? We're really good. We're really good at selling. Gen z, really if you're listening people. you're done no you're no no no. i'm saying that like just be careful because we will you know what i'm saying like we we fucked up we were supposed to change the world with our like avocado toast and all that shit and instead we just became the owners you know right so like right, we right. you know we, we perpetuated the oppressed system of oppression it's too late for me okay all right but I, i'm hoping gen z kids can like you know change the system because we failed you know millennials failed as yeah well
2: all of the things it's like it's like yeah. the kind of thing where it's like you have to have something cringy to get to something good right. yeah then that will become cringy then you have yes. to yes. get something good that's like a good it's like point. also i will say bonobos i feel like paved the way for a lot of like men being able to look nice right yeah right. that's true
1: that's true like straight that was men the first step. i think like before
2: yeah. brands like bonobos were literally like oh it's gay to dress yes. nice yeah yeah yes.
1: absolutely
0: at 100%, that's right, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, are, are there any other good things that sort of happen in here? I, I, I do like the, I do think back to when I worked uh, at all these different startups and how much, I will say, I did not like the, the what is it, the, uh, you know, startup work a lot culture, you know, like, yeah. I'm here, I'm here like 70 hours a week and we're playing ping pong and drinking coffee. I was like, this is stupid. I do not like this, so... You know, I I, I also want to eat glass and just chill, dude. You know, that sounds tight as fuck. I wish we could do that, you know?
2: I think millennial CEOs are like pick me's for boomers. Oh, shit. Whoa. Whoa. Damn.
1: That's real, dude.
2: Like I oh like my why, God. Are you, why are you doing this? We all know it's late. Yeah. And we're they're like,
1: like "Oh, contouring oh like, nose for the Gen Zs. We're
0: contouring. <laughs> we're we're contouring our work schedules. We're contouring our work schedules uh, so it looks like it's schedules. like a, way more hours." Yeah. And yeah, and the, the boomers like, "Yeah, you're cool."
2: yeah you're cool yeah you're, you're just trying to appease like your 57 year old boss oh
1: shit dana damn dude if you weren't doing comedy you'd be like a millionaire right now that's what i'm getting from this conversation you know
0: what though i bet you you're still a millionaire somehow you're still also like <laughs> you're also still a millionaire but like no that that's a really good way to think about it i think that's i think that's such an interesting idea that you know i always think that memes and things like pick me or you know those sorts of things are ways for people to like make sense of the world that because the world makes no fucking sense. And so, you know, memes are just ways for us to try to, like, order it in a different way. And, like, you know, Gen Z's... Uh, I'll, like, you know, on, on Instagram, I'm sure these memes are mad old. But, like, on Instagram, I'll get served up these kind of, like, what I would call a Gen Z meme. Where I feel Gen Z memes are kind of scary to me. Like, as someone... <laughs> they're scary. Like, I don't I don't understand what's happening in them. And uh, But I, I also think, oh, this is probably a way for... Some young person to try to make sense of the world. And I think, you know, the pick me thing makes, if you you could apply that to old, you should go to Harvard Business School and talk about pick me, man. You know, that makes a <laughs> lot of sense to me.
2: Well, I think, like, figuring out who people are trying to impress informs a lot of, like, the decisions that they're making, right? Oh, fuck. Dana, Dana. God damn it.
1: Yo, can we enroll in your business school? Like, what yeah, the
2: fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> <you're> so- <laughs> this is <laughs> my <mild. Like> a- <laughs> What did you call it? Choice analysis. Oh, discrete choice yeah. analysis. <laughs>
0: that is so true yeah who you try to impress uh yeah because i feel like i'm always trying to uh, w- w- going back to the gen z comedian sort of took discussion uh, for a while i was afraid of uh i was also afraid of gen z and i have a bit about it now like where i'm like afraid of tiktok um because of some mean comments but like <laughs> like i've done a bunch of shows now and it like gen z like the like the oldest gen z kids are probably like 22 or 23 and they're starting to come up to shows, and actually, of course, like they're 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 just regular people. They're not gonna go up there and, and they're not like making fun of me right off the bat. I uh, I actually find a lot of them to be very curious about the world, and so I think when they do stand up, they kind of don't know what to expect. Really, they're like, "What is this? This is like a talking meme. What is this? What's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. And then, but they're open to the idea, so I I do feel like you know they're. They're, they're very curious and they want to like absorb all these different things and like all these different ideas and stuff like that and they, they may not have um, I mean I'm sure there's a lot of stand-up but like maybe they, they're not used to consuming live entertainment you know so I don't know if you guys have had a similar sort of experience I, I've generally found that to be good audience members because they're just like oh this is interesting you know I
2: find that they like it but I also think and I know this is going maybe going too far I then think the it. kind of gen z's who go to stand-up shows are pick me's for millennials oh <laughs> shit okay yeah. so I Yo, as sitting you sitting oh, it
1: oh shit Yes. This is a Spider-Man meme. It's like, who's the pick-me? Yeah, that, we're, yeah, all, yeah. we're all pick-me's. <laughs> Yo. Dana, you're blowing our minds right Yo, now. Yo, you're blowing my
0: mind with the pick-me meme and then Fumi bringing back old school with the Spider-Man <laughs> pointing thingy. I'm going to start talking about uh, Crusades in just a second. It's going to be great. Wow. we okay. We got it. Wow. We, we got, got it. We solved it. We solved we it. We solved it. it. Wow. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think this is, you know, this was this was good was I, I don't great. know if we have gen z listeners if, if do they listen to podcasts what are they what are they into yeah they you do know?
2: they do listen to podcasts okay. they like um because I, I just know my sister listens to podcasts and i think her friends listen to podcasts i actually <laughs> think gen z is the whole base that podcast networks haven't yet like made a lot of content for but yeah. like teens on tiktok are blowing up by posting clips of their podcasts on tiktok but that's a whole Damn.
1: fucking thing, because I've seen those, and uh, a lot of them, because they know how to play the system, so the clip, because it can only be 60 seconds long, it's very much like, it's it's uh, it's like clickbaity, right? Like, yeah. women shouldn't XYZ, and then, or like, it's a yeah. bunch of bros being like, yo, you know when girls do XYZ? You know, uh, the, the pronunciation yeah, yeah, yeah. of daddy, or whatever the fuck, right? And so it's like funny for yeah. 30 seconds, but then yeah. like, I... I always wonder, like, what is that full conversation like? Because, like, their whole thing is cutting it so that it attracts your attention in 30 seconds. But I feel podcasts talking for a long 60 minutes. Well, like that's, a, that's a millennial minute, game, yeah. my friends. That's hour. a millennial game, yeah. right? That's a millennial I, mean, I, think it's Talk a
2: also, I think one of the most popular Gen Z podcasts would probably be Call Her Daddy, yeah.
1: which,
2: yeah. like, she's a is, is a podcast, a millennial. yeah. yeah.
0: She's <clears throat> I agree with that. I feel, um, I, I just want to know how do I become a pick me millennial for Gen Z? How about that? Huh? So I
2: already am. Yes. Like I, I am, I, I know that I'm a millennial who's a pick me for Gen Z because like I'm always trying to like do stuff like to make Gen Z like me.
1: Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, Mike, I, you don't think that, well, I mean, what,
1: explain when I first met you, I thought you were that because of your outfits. I'm like, who is this?
2: I mean, Mike, you look really young. I was like literally shocked when you implied that you were 40
1: i am yeah he was born um, in 1979 it's crazy see that's
2: insane to me
1: <laughs> but like yeah yeah like you know just out like the supreme hat all that stuff like is that i mean me, you're, is that like, part you're, of you like you like your denim shirt that's that's for you. young people right is it yeah, not you look i don't know. Cool. thank you oh
0: thank you yes um we've been talking about like on twitter and and in stand up you you kind of like craft a persona and i started doing stand up because I kind of wanted to learn about who I was. It, it sounds weird, but like, I wanted to know what was important to me and I, I feel I've been doing comedy for like eight years and I do feel there are things, there are like five topics that I can generally talk about, which I think I'm, I'm going to, I'm, it's going to make sense in my act. Right? Like sometimes it, like randomly, you know, uh, you, you me. You've ever written a bit and you're like, this is a funny bit, but it doesn't work for me. It yeah, won't yeah, like, for sure. it's not going to make any for sense. Sure. Like, I, I don't know. So, um, You know, but I also always think, okay, who am I? And I always just feel like I'm just like a lame Asian guy. That's what I I always think. I'm just Andrew Yang, but with a better hat, right? That's like all I am. (laughs) And I I wanted to know, you know, uh, uh, Dana, if you were my social media consultant, what are the things that a basic Asian dude like myself could talk about that can really pop off? Because I've had a couple of viral TikToks and... Yes, I mean they were they were fine, but one of them was, uh, you know, how do you know if there's a if, if an Asian restaurant is good? And I just lame stuff like, oh, if it's uh, you know, if they bring you scissors to your table, that's how you know it's good. Whatever, that's one thing. And the other thing is, I made up uh, a list of names you can call short guys. Being short is like that a huge a trigger. I, I like that one that was a good one i did like but that it is, but again like, to your
1: point that's that's a trigger topic right
0: that's a trigger topic yeah. you know so i'm like i don't know i mean i can't I, should i just keep talking about how short i am i'm not even that short i don't even <laughs> believe it but like you know maybe i should maybe i should talk about how tiny i am i don't dana do you have any advice for like two basic okay. asian dudes
2: i think it's always like obviously the perfect topics are an intersection of what people want to hear you talk about and what you want to talk about Okay. Okay. okay okay i'm ready oh my awesome. god what? that was so genius you
0: business school you is rap, in dude. session my dude okay <laughs> bars Fuck off everybody
2: um i would say like okay here's the thing i would say if if those kind of videos are ones that do well for you like you could make more you could also just like start trying other any anything else and see Mm. what you get feedback on Mm. like i would Mm. i would literally just give yourself like do everything you want to do and then see what people respond to
1: damn it's okay.
0: choice
2: analysis yeah. does that make any sense yeah like just it like,
0: makes it makes a lot of sense
2: like that's what i that's what i did on tiktok and obviously i don't have very many TikTok followers because i don't really post but like what i did on tiktok was i literally like just like posted some stuff i saw what was people responding to and then i only made videos in that format
0: um <laughs> damn that's what i gotta do all right well you guys hope you guys like short guy content okay because that, that shit's about to blow son <laughs> Um, Dana we thank did. you so
1: much For enrolling us In thank the NBA program Thank you so much uh, It was
0: incredible I, was I incredible. really hope that people I really hope that people Can I Can I tell you something I And mean, please don't be mad at me Dana Yeah For a while I had you also blocked On, t- on Twitter Because I came across <laughs> your, your tweets And I was like What is this I don't want to see this On my timeline on my, on my timeline." <laughs> I swear, <laughs> and then I and then I met you, and I saw your stand up I was like, "Oh, you're oh." And then I re, I re I remembered social media isn't real. You know what I'm saying? I remembered, and yeah. I was like, "This is all just whatever. It's just totally fine. This is a character I should just enjoy for what it is." Yeah. And I hope that people who uh, don't like you on social media or on Twitter listen to this because you are very nice and very smart and very funny, <laughs> and that's the, the whole thing. Yeah. And you contour your nose, so th- it's amazing. Your nose is good. Yeah something for everybody I, it's
2: not contour right now it's not you don't even right know now. how tiny it can be <laughs>
0: <laughs> Voldemort levels I want to yeah I want you to look like I want I, you I can to, be Voldemort. yeah hell yeah dude I want you to to look like a goldfish you know just nothing <laughs> just just flat you know um Dana where can our uh where can our fans and listeners uh find you and your work
2: um, well, if you haven't already blocked me, uh, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter.
0: Block Dana on Twitter, everybody. <laughs> Go find her on Twitter and block If her. you haven't
2: already blocked me, you can find me on Twitter at Dana Donnelly. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at hottest Dana and TikTok at hottest Dana.
1: Awesome. Um, you can find us on all the social platforms at Asian. Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi. I'll be the and you can find me and block me on Instagram at nicepantsbro <laughs> yeah. if you are around in New York City on il- uh, November 23rd please come out to our Hack City comedy show it's our stand up comedy show uh, that we do once a month it's gonna be at Caveat at Lower East Side 7pm Eastern tickets are available at asian.asianpod.com or check out the link in this episode description um, I believe that is it uh, Dana this has been wonderful thank you thank you so much and I hope to uh, see you more in LA I've been doing a lot of shows with your boyfriend so hopefully we'll get to do more shows I know.
2: I keep missing you but
1: I'll see you soon yeah cool 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 um alright all right. anals we'll see you guys next week bye
0: bye, bye.